we graciously and definitely thankfully have been extended invitation to be a part of this celebratory season for Pastor Richard Benjamin Haynes and Beverly Billups Haynes and to be a part of this gathering of the Salem family once again. Your cordiality, your hospitality down through the years has just been outstanding. And because it has been, you don't say no to folk who've been kind to you, who have greeted you, who have not tried to avoid you. And as a result of this, we are indeed grateful. Betty Jean Smith Hope has accompanied me again on uh, today. <laughs> and as a result of this, we go back through the years with Beverly and Richard and Jason and Shana. Uh, when Jason was growing up, he was lifting weights, pumping iron. <laughs> and I wanted to use, I wanted to use a set of his bars for a demonstration, church-wise, for leadership. And he consented to turn his weights loose to me, and I started to keep them because he needed somebody to lift them things. <laughs> but sometimes the weight of leadership is heavy, exceedingly heavy. However, the load gets lighter when the weight is distributed. And I wanted to make use of Brother Jason's weights because I had a whole lot of weight on that bar. But I was releasing them from side to side, and the more that got released, the lighter the load became. And you can do your life that way. Don't burden yourself with too much weight. Lighten the load. Engine ministries lighten the load. And as a result, we have been doing visuals and demonstrations for a mighty, mighty, mighty long time. There are those who are outstanding in causing folk to understand what they hear. I want folk to understand what they see. And so we are here today. Sister Bev, hey. <laughs> Brother Richard, once again, hey. Our scripture reference for today is coming from the gospel as recorded by St. John, chapter 17, with attention upon verses 20 and 21. 
John chapter 17, verses 20 and 21. There we find, my prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one, Father, just as you are in me and I am in you. May they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. With that reference of scripture in mind, I want to share a message today from the subject. Lord, make us one. Lord, make us one. It is a humbling honor, an outstanding opportunity, and a most precious privilege to stand before you on this celebratory occasion, celebrating the 35th pastoral anniversary of the Reverend Richard B. Haynes and First Lady Beverly B. Haynes as servant leaders of this, the Salem Missionary Baptist Church. Congratulations to you on this, your day. Time moves swiftly, and it is hard to believe that it has been 35 years as pastor of this great, outstanding, and wonderful church family. I commend and congratulate you for your servant leadership, faithfulness to this church family, for your humble spirit, for being a powerful preacher, an extraordinary pastor, and for your dedication and commitment to God's people and throughout this community and region. It has been my joy to come and celebrate with you and huh, Sister Bev <laughs> during these God-glorifying years. As a point of privilege, I also want to extend commendations to this church, the Salem Baptist Church family, for God loves you greatly. And your love for this pastor and family and how you esteem and honor the Haynes family with First Lady Bev, that's my buddy, that's my buddy. When Richard was dragging his feet, <laughs> Bev said, you better marry us, boy. <laughs> and we officiated their wedding and they've been living happily ever after. And that's no fairy tale. <laughs> I am indeed humble for this invitation to be the preacher on this 35th pastoral anniversary. And I am truly grateful for this blessed opportunity. The scripture reference just wants us to know that God is not only a good God, he's a great God. 
He is the almighty God. And thus we've come today to simply say, Lord, make us one. During the times in which we live, it is a needful and urgent time to put on your mind that the church is God's idea. Amen. He established the church. He sustains the church. And he loves the church. The church is God's divine and designated representative in the world that has been commissioned to teach, to preach, to serve the needy, and to show the world what can be done and what must be done. To keep humanity sound in mind, healthy in body, and God conscience in the soul. The church is a place of worship, of study, and of prayer. It is a place for equipping God's people for Christian service in honor, reference, and in tribute to him for his goodness and for his graciousness to us. The church is a place that has been consecrated and dedicated to carry out the Great Commission in earthly places, to encourage and persuade people to become believers, Christians, disciples, and committed servants of God. The church is universal and local. The church is stationary and mobile. The church is congregational and personal. The church is viewed and understood as a visible place. The church is accepted also as a saved people on a divine mission for God here on planet Earth. Out of all of the things that the church has been commissioned to be and out of all of the things that the church has been chosen to do, the most essential and the greatest God-satisfying ministry that the church can be engaged in this present age is to give glory to God, saints. Give glory to God. Again, give glory to God, saints. Give glory to God. Each church member needs a pastor. And we find that each church needs a pastor to preach to the people of God and to share the gospel of Jesus Christ given in the scripture. The world denotes that the pastor is one who is a shepherd of the Lord and who has to keep his heart and his mind over the flock that God has entrusted to him. As the shepherd of the flock, the pastor is one through whom the Holy Spirit imparts the vision of God and the direction that God desires the church and the people to go. Acts chapter 20 verse 28 says, Therefore take heed to yourselves and to, do all, and to all the flock, among which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers, to shepherd the church of God, which he purchased with his uh, own blood. Jesus, the Christ, 
is the supreme example for all pastors, ministers, associates, leaders, and the people. In the book, Jesus the Pastor by John Fryer and Eugene Peterson, they express this thought that Jesus Christ is in charge of the church and operates as the head of the church. He communicates his mind through the spirit of those who serve him and who support the pastor that God has entrusted to this, the Salem Missionary Baptist Church family. Listen to Paul's words in Ephesians 4 through 6. Make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. There is one body and one spirit. Just as you were called to one hope when you were called to one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and the Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. With that in mind, the sermon for the day will address the subject, Lord, make us one. My prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one, Father, just as you are in me and I am in you. May they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have uh, sent to me. This scripture wants us to know that a call to the church for unity is still of great importance even in the year 2023. And on this day of the celebration of the pastors and his first lady, his bride, his love, And since unity is a persuasive and undeniable reflection of Jesus and God for us, then let us do it the Lord's way. Jesus is asking that the disciples be unified as the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are united. Their inseparableness, their oneness, is the strongest of all unions. We are told that Jesus prayed for himself and Jesus prayed for his disciples. Jesus was greatly concerned about the unity of his uh, followers. Unity among believers in Jesus is a direct result of individual unity with God. Unity is the state of being one of being unified, of being in harmony with God, being of one mind and one spirit with God. So Jesus prayed to the Father to make the disciples one as we are one. In the prayer that Jesus prayed, he intercedes on behalf of all of the redeemed and the faithful people of God. Therefore, additionally, God desires that all of his redeemed ones be united in Jesus Christ. 
The unity of the church is personal, not congregational or organizational. The church of the ages is united in love and purpose as God and Jesus are united in love and in purpose. Therefore, spiritual unity under Jesus Christ is God's plan for all of uh, his people. All right, all right. A united church is a congregation of baptized believers in Jesus Christ. Acknowledging him as their head, relying on his atoning sacrifice for justification before God, depending on the Holy Spirit for sanctification, united in the belief of the gospel, agreeing to maintain its ordinances, obeying its precepts, meeting together for study and worship, for cooperating for the extension of Christ's kingdom in the world. Jesus' prayer in John chapter 17 verses 20-21 is a reminder that our unity and our oneness is a sign to the world of God's love for us in Jesus Christ. Oneness and unity are about love. As a part of a family, as a member of the church, or as a part of a community, love and unity must coexist. God desires unity with us so that we might become one of his through his son, Jesus Christ. Therefore, that is when we were drawn into the oneness of God, the creator, the son, and the Holy Spirit. It is with God's help that we can live in unity with one another as well. Acts chapter 2 tells us how the early church, the infant church, was kept as a united church. It was united with people. They were together. It was united in purpose. They were with one accord. They were united in place, in one place. It was united in practice because they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship in breaking bread with one another. It was united in prayer. They continued in prayer because when Peter was in jail, the church met over at Sister Mary's house for prayer and Peter prayed. The Lord heard their prayer and set them free. And prayer is still essential. Prayer is still vital in the life not only of the church, but also in the members of the church as well. The multitude of them that believe in Acts 4.32 were of one heart and soul. They had all things in common because they were together. 
says unity is a reflection of Jesus and God as one. In John 17, 11, Jesus is asking that his disciples be unified as the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are united. They are the strongest of all unions. Jesus prayed that his followers would be united together after the pattern of the unity of the Father who has it with his beloved Son, Jesus. Jesus prayed that we would be united together in the truth of God's word, united together in the will and purpose of God's plan, so that by the word and the witness, lost sinners might be saved and come by amazing grace and saving grace to glorify God for oneself. Our greatest failure as I say, people of God, it's when we keep turning from him, running from him, being unfaithful and being disobedient to him. We don't want to know who God is. We don't want to know about his attributes, his character, his virtue. But let me remind you that God is self-existent. He is eternal. He is from everlasting to everlasting. He is almighty. He is all loving. He is all present. He is all knowing and he is all powerful. He is the changeless God in a changing world. He's the same yesterday, today and forever. He is the God of heaven and earth. He's the God of the entire universe. He's the God who has the whole world in his hands. He is the one who made us. He's the one who sacrificed his life to save us. He's the one who provides for us, sustains us. And guess what? The Lord is blessing us right now. Right now, woke us up this morning, started us on our way. Lord is blessing us right now, right now. Therefore, let us be reminded that Jesus' prayer in John 17 is mostly directed to his inner circle, other than Judas, who had already taken his life. The principle of this prayer extends to future Christian believers like you, me, and us. Christian unity expressed by love is the definitive hallmark of our saving faith and grace in Jesus Christ. Those who love God must also love fellow believers. Ain't said tolerate them. All right, sir. Ain't said put up with them. All right, sir. All right. Didn't say avoid them. But it says you must love them. As fellow believers, as God uh, loves us. Jesus commanded love. 
for fellow believers. And if we truly love Christ in 2023, who made the ultimate sacrifice to save you and me, because he did it by giving his own blood on a cross at Calvary. Yes, Jesus prayed for us. He prayed that we might be united together in the truth of God's word. Yes, he prayed that we might be one with him, the Father, and with one another. Consider this as a cardinal number. One denotes unity. And unity is a condition of oneness. One is enough for me. There are nine planets. I live on one of them. There are nine continents. I live on one of them. There are many nations that live in one of them. America has 50 states I live in one of them. The state I live in has many counties I live in one of them. The counties have many cities I live in one of them. Cities have many communities. I live in one of them. Communities have many streets. I live on one of them. Street I live on have two sides. I live on one side of the street. The side I live on have many homes. I live in one of them. The home I live in has many doors. The doors that lead to my room, that's the one I go to most time. I come today to say that one God is enough for me. And since God is enough for me, make him enough for you. So Lord, make us one. It is an honor and a privilege to announce that disunity has no place in the church in a permanent way. That's why it is a joy to say there's a sweet, sweet spirit in this place. And I know that it's the spirit of the Lord. There are sweet expressions on each face and I know that it's the presence of the Lord. Sweet Holy Spirit. Sweet Heavenly Dove. Stay right here with us, filling us with your love and for these blessings we lift our hearts in praise. Without a doubt we'll know we have been revived when we shall leave this place. When we are in unity with the Savior, he will give us faith for our fear. He will give us hope for our doubt. He will give us encouragement for our discouragement. He will give us gladness for our sadness. He will give us joy for our sorrow. Give us peace of mind for our words. When the church is united with the Savior, we can provide an atmosphere 
where God is always washed up in spirit and in truth. We can have an environment where worship is filled with the Holy Spirit and praise. We can have a setting that is conducive to Bible study and Christian growth. Where forgiveness is practiced. Love is exercised daily. Where unselfish service is given freely. We can be a church. Where solutions to problems are found. We can be a church. Where compassion is shown. Where witnessing to others can be saved all around. Where the lonely find friends. Where the discouraged is encouraged. Where the downtrodden can be helped to get up. And the outcast can feel at home, away from home, even here in Salem, Missionary Baptist Church. When we are in unity with the Savior, the church, the community, the region, the world will know that we will be able to show that we are one in the Spirit, one in the Lord, one in the Spirit, one in the Lord, and we pray that our unity may one day be restored. We will work with each other, work side by side, work with each other. We will work until we guard each man's pride and save each man's pride and we'll know that we're Christians by our love. Yes, they'll know we're Christians by our love, by our oneness, by our togetherness, by our unity, by our solidarity with the Savior. Lord, make us one. Lord, make us one as a body of baptized believers in Jesus. Lord, make us one as Christians being faithful to you in love and unity. Lord, make us one that the world will see Christ in our lives daily. Lord, make us one so that the church can be a place where you will feel at home in your own home. Lord, make us one. Here at Salem, Missionary Baptist Church, Lilburn, Georgia. Lord, make us one. Knit us together in unity of the Spirit so that we can be united together in truth, in the glory of God. We need to tell the lost world about a wonderful Savior we serve. An almighty Savior we serve. Therefore, the Lord thought so much of one until he gives us one life to live here on earth. Not only that, one moment at a time. One second at a time. One minute at a time. One hour at a time. Lord, make us one. Make us one as a body of baptized believers. Lord, make us one. So it's the world will see Christ in our daily life, walking with him, glorifying his name, praising his name. Lord, make us one in our churches so we can stand in solidarity with you and with one another. Lord, make Salem one. 
Make Salem one. Lord, make us one. Knit us together so that we can be united in your will, your word, your way. The Lord thought so much of one. The Lord thought so much of one. The Lord thought so much of one until he gives us one life to live on earth. One moment at a time. One second at a time. One minute at a time. One hour at a time. One day at a time. One week at a time. One month at a time. One year at a time. In learning to count, the learner begins with one. In sports, you may have many players, but one ball at a time. That's right, that's right, sir. In golf, one ball, one player. In ping pong, one ball, two players. In tennis, one ball, mostly two players. In baseball, one ball, how many? How many? Y'all missing nine. <laughs> In basketball, one ball. In football, one ball. Why some of y'all keep trying to hog the ball? He just gives us one ball to play with at a time. In learning to count, the learner begins with one. We find in sports, regardless of what it is, everybody can have their own ball. And sometimes folk leave church because they won't be given their own ball. But one God is enough for me. Jesus is his name. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's the same one that Isaiah announced to the world. The same one that John the Baptist introduced to the world. The same one who was born in Bethlehem. The same one who lived in Nazareth. The same one who changed water to wine. The same one who fed the hungry. The same one who healed the sick. The same one who caused the blind to see, the lame to walk, the deaf to hear, the mute to speak. The same one who raised Lazarus from the dead. The same one who changed water into wine, the same one who forgives sin, the same one who opens doors, makes a way out of nowhere, the same one who answers prayer, the same one who's a heart fixer, a mind regulator, the same one who's with us right now, right now. 
That's why he gives us one day at a time. One week at a time. One month at a time. One year at a time. As a result of this, one Lord is enough for me. A few yesterdays ago, a few yesterdays ago, a few yesterdays ago, Coca-Cola just kept saying, you know what, what did Coke say? Coke said what? Coke said what? Coke said the real thing. Well, Coke may have been the real thing, but then Coke starts selling water. We find that Coke went a mighty long way. Even when it comes to if you keep mine, you got money coming back. And then Pepsi showed up. <laughs> Ray Charles said. Y'all think y'all don't know about Ray Charles. What'd he say? Okay, you got the right one, baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> y'all act like y'all ain't heard this before. Coke was saying you got the real. Pepsi came on the, you got the right one, baby. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It says, you got the right one, baby. Pass it this for you. <laughs> Pastor said, you got the right one, baby. I want you to know, I didn't give my last one away. <laughs> Almost through, 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 almost through. This is a chain, but a chain wouldn't be a chain without one link at a time. One link at a time. Some folk don't want to use that link with other folk. But it's one link at a time. One link at a time. One link. At a time. One link at a time. And they are interlinked. 
which means that they have a will to cooperate, work together. So it does not matter whether it's a big link, small link, as long as you are connected to somebody, especially the Lord our Savior, then he'll get you through whatever situation you may find yourself in, in life. As a result of this, Jesus is on the inside and he's working on the outside. Oh, what a change in my life. Oh, what a difference in my life. What an improvement in my life. What a blessing in my life. Lord, make us one as a family. Make us one as a fellowship. Make us one in friendship. Make the church one in membership. Make the church one in service. And the Lord was said to sell them. The pastor, first lady, leadership, membership, guests, friends, visitors. Well done. Well done. All I want my Lord to say is, well done. And as a result, there is power in one. So Lord, make us one. Make us one. Make us one. One time, got the real thing. Red Charles showed up, you got the right one, baby. You got the right one. Make us one. May God bless you, may God keep you. If there is one person that does not belong to a church, be desirous of your uniting oneself with this church or some church in this community. As we stand and sing, just a stanza of our selection of invitation, invitation. If you are desirous of making a private decision public, this is the opportune time for you to do just that. We would ask that we would uh, make preparations to come. You don't have to wait till we start singing. You may come even now. If you've been so inspired, so inclined, they're even making preparation for you to come. Not just one, not just a few, but many, many. May have been coming time and time again, putting it off, postponing it, delaying it. But if there's one, desirous of uniting with this church family. Lord, make us one. Lord, make us one. Lord, make us one. Lord, make us one. If there is one, if there are those, please come at this time.
cross in the cross in the cross in the cross
give God praise for this preacher who has come and blessed our souls. Amen. Amen. We thank you so much for allowing the Lord to use you. That is an ongoing theme in John's gospel, one of unity. Jesus says in another place in John's gospel that I am the true vine. If you abide in me and I abide in you, you will bear much fruit. But apart from me, you can do nothing. Thank God that we are a chain that is bound together, bound in Christ. If you would, we're just going to bow your heads real fast. We'll pray for our offering. Lord, we thank you for the gifts that you have given to us. And Lord, now we lay these gifts back to you. And we ask, Lord, that you would bless them some 30, 60, and 100 fold for the upbuilding of this, your kingdom. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity and the ways of giving. And we ask, Lord, that everything we do, we do to give you thanks, we do to give you honor, and we do to give you glory. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. We're going to pray together. But I like to have our pastor come on up first and so we can pray with him. Amen. 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 Pastor Haynes. Amen. Why don't we bless God in his house? Let's, let's, let's bless God. Bless the Lord. And it is such an honor just to stand in this place and in your presence. Uh, we, were, we were sort of having a, a debate, but not really a debate. I, I've learned a long time not to debate. I just ask, ask my wife. It's, it's been, <laughs> y'all understand. Uh, if she would, it's been three years since, since many of you've heard her voice. And I just wanted her just to say hello. She, she's not up to a lot of talking, but I, I wanted just to, and if you'll just, Go down there, she's going to stand up and she'll at least greet everybody. She loves everybody. She loves all of y'all. She just doesn't do a lot of talking right now. So, Bev, if you feel up to it, amen, amen.
<laughs> and I just thank everybody for your prayers, your cards, your phone cards, or calls, and your, your flowers, and many, many acts of kindness, the cakes, the pies. <laughs> I was looking for my, you got the right one, baby, glass. I, that's, that's mine. <laughs> I, I thank God so much for my pastor and, and Miss Betty. Thank you all for just being faithful and just continuing to stick with us. Uh, it has been such a blessing to come up under such a pastor. As Pastor Hope, uh, I'd like to think that 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 I'm just like him. <laughs> I'm not, but I just like to think that. Uh, the truth is, when I started preaching, and I was preaching under the uh, Pastor Winfred Hope, everybody was looking for me to do what he did, and they. They wondered if I was going to grow up doing demonstrations. <laughs> and I said, don't even think about it. Uh, Y'all don't want me to up here trying to handle all that stuff, huh? Amen. But I thank God for the way he made him. I, I thank God for how he, his unique gifting in ministry. He and Betty, they have stood by us. All of these years, and we just thank God for you. Uh, to Salem Church, uh, to Salem, you are a special place. I don't know if you realize just how special you are. Salem is a special place. 
And even after 35 years, I marvel at the love that you continually see. This is not just a one Sunday thing. I don't do this all the time. I feel the same love every time I walk on these grounds. And because of that, God has opened the doors and we've been able to accomplish much just because we are one. That's it. We are one. And I, I just want to thank Salem. I want to thank you for your love. I want to thank you for being such a unique body. A body that is serious about oneness. I, uh, I've, I've now, <laughs> that I've gotten into my senior years, uh, a lot of younger pastors now will come and they want to talk and they sit down. And so I become a counselor now. I become one who sits down with young pastors now. And they've got all these questions. How do you do this? How can you hold a church together like that? How do, and Pastor, the, the, the answer came right here today. We are one. And I thank you. I thank you, congregation. I thank you, Salem, for just carrying that spirit of unity. I had a pastor, uh, and uh, matter of fact, he's a, he's a friend of mine. He's a retired pastor now. He came over a few months ago, and he was walking around, and he was marveling. We went all over the campus, and he, he was marveling. And he said, you know, Pastor, he said, I need to commend you. He said, I need to commend you. He said, I know it was the Lord. He said, but this church has done something that I have never seen. I have not seen. And I really had not thought about it until he said it. He said, I've never known a, a, a black congregation to be fully staffed. So I've never known that. He said, I've never seen that. I've never seen full-time staff in a black church. He said, for a church to have the foresight to know that you need help and be willing to support that help. So I want to thank God today for staff. Y'all bless the Lord. Y'all bless the Lord that we have staff here. I want staff. Staff, y'all stand up. Staff, full-time and part-time. Staff, stand up. Amen. 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 The rest of them are working already on their side working. But we thank God for full-time, part-time staff, paid staff. Uh, Y'all don't need to think I'm doing all this alone. It's because of the foresight and because of the Spirit of God working through you that we're able to do. We have, we went through this COVID season, these last two, almost three years. We went through it without missing a beat. No ministry stopped. We've, the food pantry stayed open. We fed people. We did everything that we ever did. Why? Because we have full-time staff. Salem, you need to pat yourselves on the back. You need to pat yourselves on the back for that. That's, that's church. And I, I want to thank all of you for, for all that you do to the officers, these are my brothers over here. I never, re I, I refer to them more as brothers than I do deacons. These are my brothers. And I, I thank you all. I just thank you all for just walking with me, walking this thing with me. I, I thank you for the spirit 
that you do it. And even, 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 if, even if I need to be brought down or even if I need to be rethink something, you do it in so much love until I don't even know it. <laughs> Amen. So I just thank you for loving us and loving me. And for these 35 years, I just thank God for that kind of, that kind of spirit. I want to, uh, I, I, I just really just need to say thank you and sit down. But I, I, I don't talk, I don't get a chance to do this often. And I just, I just need y'all to know how much I love you. I just need y'all to know how much I, I love you, how much I, I love being in this place and how this place has been such a blessing to me. Uh, when people love you like this, you don't take it lightly. <laughs> When people love you like this, the people don't have to love you. But when people love you like this, you don't, you don't take it lightly. You love, this sister over here loved me so much, she come all the way from Chicago. <laughs> Reverend Jerry Perry, just come all the way from Chicago just to, just to be here for the anniversary. We thank God to my family which is the greatest family in the world. Uh, Y'all know I love you. I love my family. I tell them, and we've had to send some home over the years. We've said farewell to so many, but I say this to every time I, I, I meet with all of them. If God had carried me to the balcony of heaven and let me look down and pick my own family, I would have picked the very one that he gave me. These are the folk that I would have picked. And I thank God for all of my family. I got nieces and nephews, great nieces and nephews. Wherever you are in the building, just stand up. Amen, amen, amen. <laughs> amen, 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 amen. I bless God for them. I thank God for my brothers. My brother Curtis has been here with me ever since I've been here. And I just thank God. I don't get said often, but I thank God for Curtis. Curtis works just like I work. And I thank God. I thank God for him. Mark, we'll talk later. <laughs> Amen. Anybody got the nerve to tell you they're going to turn your casket over? <laughs> Amen, amen. I saved the best for last. Bev, thank God for you, honey. I thank God for Bev. Before I do that, let me thank God for my children. <laughs> amen, I'm going to save the best for last. <laughs> Sheena, Jason, Anita, thank y'all so much. Thank y'all so much for just how y'all just love on us. And even in our old age, as y'all call us, uh, they're pushing us. They're pushing us. They, 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 think they, don't, they think we don't know it. But they're plotting and planning who's going to get them here. You're going you know, you to drive them. Who's going? Where are you going? Where, where's it going to be tonight? They, say, they, don't, they think we don't know that. But I do know. I, but I do. We really appreciate your care. We really appreciate. Sheena, stand up. Nita, stand up. Jason, stand up. Amen. Quantricia, stand up over there. Where's Quantricia? Stand. 
Amen, amen. These are, these are our children. <laughs> these are our children, and they take good care of us. Uh, we are, we've been around here a little longer, and we need a little more care. But we're just so happy. Grandchildren, thank you all so much just for how much you love us. Bev, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Bev, 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 Bev. <laughs> that's all I need to say is Bev, Bev, Bev. Everybody, everybody in this church knows Bev. And everybody in this church loves Bev. I thank you. Uh, we've come through some challenges these last couple of years. But she hasn't missed the beat. She hasn't missed a beat. She cares for me. Uh, we swap roles in the house. We sort of swap, swap roles. Uh, I cook now. I'm the cook. Y'all see how, heavy, how healthy she is? Y'all see how? <laughs> That's because the cook is in the house, huh? I, I'm doing some stuff now. And I, I'm thinking, God, I, I, now the story behind that is I taught her when we married. I taught her how to cook. I taught her and then I forgot. <laughs> uh, but in these last few years, I've had to learn it again. And I'm getting pretty good at it. I'm getting pretty good at it. So I thank God. I thank God for her just cheering me on. Y'all don't know this lady. <laughs> y'all think y'all know this lady. Y'all don't know this lady. This lady takes care of me, and I thank God for giving her that assignment. Amen. And, uh, nobody, nobody else can do it like, like Lady Bev, and we just, I just thank God for you. God bless you. God keep you is my every prayer. Mark, what did I forget? There's going to be a luncheon immediately following worship this morning to honor our pastor and first lady over at Heritage Hall. So we would like everyone uh, who can to come and honor them and your presence with them. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Sister, Sister Tina, did I? Do we have tickets? Okay. I just want to make sure. register amen 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 so though for those who register we ask but also if you just want to say or speak to the pastor first lady please do so amen amen here just hall amen That's right. amen 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 tina stand up again amen tina has been and i we have been working together now for 33 years 34 years 34 years we have been working together. Amen. Amen. I, I thank God for Tina. Thank God for all that she brings to the table and all that she does here in this place. Marilyn Barton, stand up. Amen. So y'all, amen, amen, amen. You are. <laughs> One day we're going to write all this down. Reverend, uh, Deacon Bailey is going to put all this in the history. That was our first office administrator, our first administrator right there. She got it all started. And we just thank God for how he has worked this thing all of these years. God bless you. 
God keep you is our, our prayer. I know that I've forgotten something. I can feel it. I can feel it. But now you all can charge it to 72 years. Yeah. Good morning, Salem. Good afternoon, Salem, at this point. Real, real quick, I talked to Pastor earlier this week. We had been, you know, we've been getting back together again slowly but surely. And um, the next thing on the list, all I'm going to say is just rise up, rise up, rise up. But when I say rise up, I'm not talking about them Atlanta Falcons, okay? No, I haven't, I haven't gone that far. But, but we are looking for every man between the ages of 18 and 100, okay? And I'm just saying 100, but I don't think we have any men older than 100. I'm not sure. But anyway, between the ages of 18 and 100, it's time for the male chorus to get back together again. Amen. And we're going to be reunited, and it feels so good. We're going to be one. Amen. And so our first rehearsal will be on this Thursday at 7 o'clock. Okay, this Thursday at 7 o'clock, and we will be singing on the second Sunday in May. Okay, so if you want to hear the men sing, they haven't sung in about three years, please come on out. So, fellas, please, don't let us down. So let's see, see you on Thursday at 7 o'clock. Thank you. God bless. Amen. One final thing. My sons and daughters in ministry, y'all stand up wherever you are. Amen. Y'all bless the Lord for them. Bless the Lord for them. Amen, amen, amen. God has so blessed he has so blessed us here in this place with the help we need. Pastor Gail Bush, thank you so much. Pastor Bush is a pastor in her own right, has her own church. I understand she turned church out today to be over here with us. So that, so the open arms is here with us today. And we thank God for you. Amen. Amen. Would everybody would stand. We're going to pray together and then we'll give our benediction. We're so much in the house. If you uh, feel like coming to, to the altar to pray, please do so. But you can remain where you are. Because we learned today that, that we are one. So um, we're going to pray for you and for your time with the Lord this week. We're going to pray. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to now bow our heads before you, Father. Lord God, I believe that this is the largest gathering that we've had here in the sanctuary since COVID, Father. And we just thank you for every soul that's represented here and those that are yet watching virtually, Father God. We want to come together because we are one, Father God, to to sit under your feet, Father God, is an, an absolute blessing, Father. To, to glean from the word that you have placed in the hearts of your preachers, Father God. We thank you, Lord God. For you are yet teaching us and you are yet moving 
on our hearts and you are yet encouraging us father over the years there have been much loss father but there's been much strength there's been much encouragement but father we come now because we thank you for the man of this house father the angel that you set in this place father father we pray that you would just continue to do ministry father continue to to uphold and uplift father god continue to charge his heart father god continue to strengthen him father so that he can move forward lord god in the ministry that you have set and placed before him god and lord god while he's yet doing father god i pray lord god that all of the congregants father god all of the members all that are watching lord god will learn and glean father god because he's following you lord god so we can follow him as he follows christ oh god we pray lord god for those that are sick and those that are in bereavement father Pray, God, that you would minister to their hearts, O oh Lord. Lord God, we hear over tragedy and tragedy, Father God, time and time again, Father. It's the world that we live in, Father God, which means that we need to hold on to you even the more, God. Help us to hold on to your holy hand, Father God, as we, as we gather this thing together, Father God, as we're trying to work it out, Father. While we're trying to figure it out, Lord God, the truth is you've already worked it out. And so, God, we just thank you right now, Lord. We thank you, God, for being an ever-present help, Father. We, we thank you, Lord God, for being the strength, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for being a will in the midst of a will, Father God. We thank you, Lord God, for being the missing how, Lord God. When, when we can't figure out what's going on, Father God, we can just lean into your heavenly home, Father God, and know that you've got it all worked out, Father. It's going to work out for the good, Lord God. Your word says that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and who are called according to his purpose. And God, we just thank you, Lord. Lord God for being called in this place father called to serve you called to love one another Lord God called to be a blessing Lord God to our communities Lord God called to be a blessing in our lives father God let us be the salt of the earth father God light our pathway Lord God so that we can see you in the call that we have oh God we thank you Lord God for your anointing that rests heavily on this place father Lord, you have protected, Father, the years that I have been here. The church has not had much of a, 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 a tragedy in the midst of the uh, people robbing and stealing. And God, we thank you, Lord God, for your protection, Father. We thank you, Lord God, for this place, Lord God, being covered and protected, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for people that have reverence for Salem in the city of Lebanon, Father. We, we thank you, Lord God, for all that you do, Lord God. And we thank you, Father, for being both mighty and matchless, Father. There is nobody that can compare to you, Lord God. You're the best there is at what you do, Father God. And what you do is keep your promises, God, because you're a promise to keeping God, Lord. We thank you, Lord God, because you're, you're, you're mighty, Lord God, in the way that you handle our blessings, Father God. You're mighty in the way that you fight our battles, Father God. Many have faced giants, Father God, but we don't face them alone, God. We face them with you, God. And we thank you, Lord God, for being strong enough to run onto the battlefield with the armor of God on us, Father God. Not running away, Father God, but facing these giants and slaying them every time. Oh God, we give you praise. We give you honor. Father, we give you glory. For you are all in all, Father God. You are our peace. You're our joy. And you're the source of our sustenance, Father. And for that, God, we thank you. 
In the mighty and matchless name of Christ Jesus, we do pray and ask it all. Amen and amen. You just remain standing. God be with us. who is able to keep us from stumbling and able to present us blameless before his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God be glory be majesty be dominion and authority may be both now henceforth and forevermore may the people of God say Amen are several ways to submit your tithe and offering online at www.thechurchwithzeal.org slash give on cash app at dollar sign the church with zeal via the givelify app by mail to salem missionary baptist church p.o box 817 lilburn georgia 30048 or in person at the church office on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. It's not necessary to wait until Sunday to give. Online, Givelify, Cash App, or mail-in contributions may be submitted on any day of the week. Thank you for your continued support of the ministry at Salem Missionary Baptist Church.